Are you listening? Welcome to another episode of the Nerf Report. My name is Bryant Chappelle, and on this week's episode, Ghost of Tsushima finally gets a release date. Stadia continues their weekly streak of brand new updates. We have a ton of Resident Evil 3 details to talk about, and with the hype for next-gen consoles reaching an all-time high, we need to talk about gamer entitlement. But before we get into any of that... Your top headlines. First up this week, let's talk about Google Stadia, who finds themselves currently on a five-week streak of new announcements for the platform, which honestly is awesome because going into 2020, one of the biggest complaints surrounding the company was their silence on social media. And now, much like your crazy uncle at Thanksgiving, you can't get them to stop talking. Seriously, Uncle Paul, Grandma wanted me to tell you that if you keep talking about lizard people wearing skin suits, she's gonna disown you. But this week, Google Stadia dropped some massive news, including the announcement of a brand new studio in Playa Vista, California. According to Stadia, the latest addition to Stadia Games and Entertainment will be focusing on delivering exclusive games with limitless possibilities for the platform. Stadia Playa Vista is now the third studio for Google Stadia, but quite possibly the biggest part of this announcement is that the industry vet Shannon Studstill will be leading the studio. Previously, Shannon was the studio lead at Sony Santa Monica, who was responsible for the 2018 Game of the Year God of War. But that isn't the only announcement for Stadia this week, as it was also announced that three new games are coming to the service. The first being Ubisoft's Division 2, which now has an official launch date of March 17th, and will be the first game on Stadia to feature crossplay with PC players. But if the world of Division 2 doesn't get you excited, check out the intriguing puzzle game Relicta from developer Mighty Polygon, or Bulkhead Interactive's The Turing Test. Both of these games are coming to Google Stadia. Next up, let's talk about PlayStation's Ghost of Tsushima, which received a new trailer and a long-awaited release date. If you've never heard of it, Ghost of Tsushima will take place in the late 13th century, when the Mongol Empire was laying waste to any nation in their way. On their campaign to reach Japan, Tsushima Island was the last fortification standing in their way before they reached the mainland. The Mongol general Khan Khan is now leading a massive invasion fleet to conquer the island. Gamers will play as the samurai warrior Jin Sakai, who is the last surviving member of his clan. He must do whatever it takes, at any cost, to protect his people and reclaim his home from the invading Mongols. Ghost of Tsushima is currently being developed by Sucker Punch Production, and it's being praised for its cinematic approach to this epic samurai journey. Ghost of Tsushima will be launching exclusively for the PlayStation 4 on June 26th of 2020. The coronavirus has been having a massive effect on the video game industry. Between manufacturing issues, cancelled conventions, or studios telling employees to work from home, we can only assume that even once the virus is gone, we will still see the long-term effects caused by this virus. However, 
In the city of Wuhan, the epicenter of the coronavirus, the students who are being told to stay away from school are ensuring that homework doesn't get in the way of Fortnite. According to Wang Xiaoins, the word from Wuhan, schools are suspended until further notice. Children were presumably glad to be off school until, that is, an app called Ding Talk was introduced. Students are meant to sign in and join their class for online lessons. Teachers use the app to set homework. Somehow, the little brats worked out that if enough users gave the app a one-star review, it would get booted off the App Store. Tens of thousands of reviews flooded in, and Ding Talk's rating plummeted overnight from 4.9 to 1.4. The app has had to beg for mercy on social media, saying, I'm only five years old myself. Please don't kill me. Like, you can't even begin to get mad at that. And honestly, as an honorary professor of the University of San Diego, I declare that we pass all students of Wuhan for the semester. In fact, let's let them graduate early. And while we're at it, free college. You're welcome, children of Wuhan. And finally, for our top headlines, let's talk about Resident Evil. Three. We are less than 30 days. We are less than 30 days away from the release of the remake of Resident Evil 3. And this week, developer Capcom sat down with PlayStation to let gamers know exactly what they could expect. Resident Evil 3 will feature a fully remade Raccoon City that has been built from the ground up using the state-of-the-art RE engine. As you journey through the city, you will encounter new types of enemies, including new zombies, giant sewer spiders, frog mutants, and the dreaded nemesis. But be careful, because in Resident Evil 3, the nemesis will be even more terrifying than ever as he chases you down through the entire city. And if you thought that you were safe against Tyrant in Resident Evil 2, warning, nemesis can run, dodge, use weapons, and jump long distances to catch you. Resident Evil 3 will also feature fast travel systems, side quests, along with never-before-seen monsters. The remake will be releasing on April 3rd of 2020 for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Well, that's going to wrap up this week's top headlines. So, without further ado, let's jump into this week's top story with The Rundown. Now for something completely different. Yeah. One of the biggest questions for the upcoming PlayStation 5 is where the hell is it? In fact, despite the fact that we know some features, like ray tracing, solid-state hard drives, backwards compatibility, haptic feedback in the controllers, a release window, and a couple of launch titles, some gamers find themselves upset that the actual look or price of the console has yet to be revealed. In fact, the gamer's impatience towards the PlayStation 5 has reached an all-time high. So much so that some gamers are posting the following message after every tweet from PlayStation. The state of f***ing patience. I'm so f***ing tired of waiting. I've been f***ing waiting forever. Please, Sony, Jim Ryan, end the f***ing suffering and give me what I f***ing want. The thirst of PlayStation 5 news is killing me. I need the f***ing hype. Please, please. I need to know how my play library will run on my f***ing next gen. I want to see the f***ing teraflops. Feed me 
fucking feed us because my weakness is making me fucking die inside. And while I get that this is an attempt at comedy, it brings light to a much bigger issue. Gamer entitlement. Recently, gamer entitlement has led to the unnecessary rage or anger towards people in the video game industry. A developer's silence is often met with an onslaught of angry tweets, damning Reddit threads, or the ever-dreaded review bombing on Steam. And it's funny to me, because the one thing that gamers hate the most is a sloppy launch. Yet, here we have PlayStation, who has repeatedly said we are not ready to talk about the next gen, and yet some gamers are just going for the juggler, being like, I don't care, just me those terrifles. Like, ask yourself an honest question. Would you rather PlayStation come out and lay out all the details for the PlayStation 5 on the table and sell you on why exactly you need this console? Or would you rather Jim Ryan come out on stage when they're not ready and oversell you on the console's potential and just disappoint you on what you will actually be receiving? And I fully understand a lot of this rage is spurred by PlayStation's competitor Xbox revealing all of the details regarding their next-gen console. So for some PlayStation fans, they're upset that gamers on other platforms have more good news than they do. But gamer entitlement isn't just a PlayStation issue. In fact, this week, Victoria Tran, the communications director at Kit Fox Games, posted about a recent interaction they had with a gamer who was upset with their company's silence. Victoria wrote, An upset gamer at PAX came to tell me about a game's recent launch, and how bad the community management was because of their non-explanations. They calmed down a bit when I told them why I thought this was happening. Here's why com devs sometimes have to be vague or quiet about the subject. Even we don't have answers. Some bugs, delays, whatever, take time and resources to explore. Sometimes the dev teams literally have no clue why something's broken, or they have had no time to work on it. We can't make up an answer to make you happy. That's even worse. There's also legal issues. We are all bound by contracts. It could range from anything like platforms or brand deals, but sometimes we literally can't tell you things because of legal stuff. And we are not allowed to say it's because of legal stuff either. Look, sometimes devs will code a game, ship it, learn of a bug, and oh no. Fixing it will require months of work with unjustified or unclear payoffs, or it's legit so broken it won't work. Sometimes, if we try to explain why something can't be fixed, we need to reveal private finances, biz stuff, etc., Fixes are rarely standalone problems. They're often wrapped up in a myriad of problems that are too complicated to explain. Bottom line, devs want you to enjoy their game. No dev is trying to make you hate them. And Victoria's point here is very important to consider. Because whether it be a developer or a publisher, just because you feel that the information should be readily available doesn't mean it can be. There are oftentimes months or even years of prep work that goes into a single announcement. None of this happens overnight. And I, for one, am all for hype. But there is a 
big difference between being excited for a game or a console and being an entitled dick whose entitlement makes other people's lives worse. Because comments like this, demanding information on a new console, doesn't make you cool. Dunking on a developer demanding information on a new patch doesn't make you funny. It makes you come off as immature and entitled. That you believe that you deserve to know more because you're hyped. Nah, bro. You're just entitled. Because despite all of this rage around PlayStation's radio silence, I think it needs to be pointed out. PlayStation is having one hell of a year. 2020, in many ways, is going to be the year of PlayStation. In 2020 alone, PlayStation is giving gamers dreams. Final Fantasy VII The Remake, Neo 2, Iron Man VR, Predator Hunting Grounds, The Last of Us 2, Ghost of Tsushima, Babylon's Fall, Godfall, and the PlayStation 5. And yet, for some gamers, they can't get past their entitlement to see that while the next generation is going to be awesome, what actually lies before them is one of the greatest years of gaming ever. And finally for this week, we come to... That noise, of course, signifies that we are running out of time and coming close to the end of the show. So, in order to cover all the week's remaining news, we must initiate a segment that I like to call... Every single week, we have so much news to talk about and so little time to do it. So we take all the week's remaining news, put 60 seconds on the clock, and try to cover as fast as humanly possible without running out of breath, passing out, or... Dying! So, with that in mind, let's put 60 seconds on the clock. Thunder noise! And... Go! Frictional Games announced a brand new Amnesia game coming out. PlayStation accidentally leaked a brand new Star Wars game titled Project Maverick. No other details, just a logo. The Nintendo PlayStation Hybrid has officially sold at an auction for $360,000. Wow, that's a ton of money. Uh, Naughty Dog and HBO have announced a partnership for an upcoming Last of Us TV series. Can't wait for that. Death Stranding is officially coming to PC on June 2nd. Antonio Banderas will be joining the upcoming Uncharted movie starring Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg. Riot Games unveiled their brand new 5v5 tactical shooter, which looks like a CSGO meets Overwatch called Valorant. Trials of Osiris is finally coming back to Destiny 2. Get hyped! Roller Champions, the upcoming roller derby meets roller ball game from Ubisoft, will be coming to Xbox One, PlayStation, Switch, and Mobile. That is it for Nerfed in 60 Seconds, and that is it for this week's episode of the show. If you like what you saw and you want to see more content just like it, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, and please share it with your friends. As always, my name is Brian Chappelle. You are you, and this has been the Nerf Report. Thanks for watching. Hey, thanks again for checking out our channel. If you like what you saw and you want to see more content just like it, hit that subscribe button, like the video, and please share it with your friends. Whew. All right, we're done for this week, right? Cool. Time to get back to some Borderlands. See you all next week.